0: Hello and welcome back to Food Disclosure. My name is Rosie Lovell and it's episode seven already. This week I spoke to Lily Jones and Amy Thorne, founders of the incredible YBF's competition. Lily is quite simply the queen of baked goods, be it her immaculate apple tarts or her celebration cakes studded with metallic cherries. Amy founded Taste PR, a food and drink PR and communications agency they deal with everyone from tea pigs to Meatopia. Hearing about the YBS and the huge gains of being an alumni of the competition, both for the business acumen and the rich food industry network, it seems clear what a nurturing platform it can be. Big name winners include Thomas Parry, Bow London, Helen Graves, who we've heard already, and Maxine Thompson. We discussed whether street food is over, the inimitable drip cake, sugar and their favourite haunts in the city. Thank you so much for coming into Soho Radio. Thanks for having me. We up. have Lily Vanilli or well actually Lily Jones. Yes. Actually Lily Jones. Yes actually Lily Jones and Amy Thorne. Is that actually your correct surname? Um kind of yeah. yeah. One one, that one you go is by. The, yeah <laughs> Yes. Uh, and Amy is from Taste PR and together with Chloe Scott Moncrief you make up the founders of the YBFs wonderful thank you um, we start this podcast with some quick fire questions I'm going to ask you both exactly the same questions Uh-oh. and they're going to get us in the mood <laughs> top beer snack Lily oh chips with vinegar or ketchup vinegar salt and vinegar mm, Amy I like um, t- soffles
1: what? what? These little pitta breads that my friends made. Oh. And they're like little baked um, pittas. Um, and they come in really hot, chili, And they're oh. perfect with beer.
0: Nice. But mm. obviously you are uh, knocked yes. up. So. Yes. Still having a little bit of beer oh, yes. every now and again. A ago. dribble of <laughs> beer. A little dribble of beer. <laughs> Poach, onsen, fry, scramble, cure or pickle your egg, Lily? I've only just started eating eggs. i mm. quite new.
2: So I'm doing omelette. Mm-hmm. I'm easing myself in with omelet Mm-hmm. Like the
0: Saturday kitchen sort of omelette. Like quite wobbly.
2: Yeah, and um,
1: cheese, leeks, loads of onion, loads of chilli. Mmm, nice. Amy? I'm a boiled, like, kind of creature of habit. Mm. Saturday morning, boiled eggs. When I'm a little bit sort of needy in the morning, I might have a fried.
0: Okay, (laughs) yeah. You know, hard of of thinking. But but yeah, mainly boiled. Uh, Favourite chocolate brand, Lily? Mm. At the
2: moment, I'm using Guitard, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really love really love those chocolates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice and kind of oily. Yeah, yeah. Li- just, like, a really good selection and really, like,
0: delicious. Mm. Nice. Amy?
1: Ooh, I just really like all chocolate.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, you can say anything, like, mainstream. It doesn't have to be.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think, you know, I f- discovered the other day that I forgot from my childhood, it's a star bar. <gasps> Yes, They are amazing,
0: yeah. they're
1: really good, so I'd go for that right now.
0: Excellent. Lily, what is your favourite utensil at home? Baking utensil? Anything.
2: Um, probably hairdryer, that's the thing <laughs> I have to take everywhere. Shut up. The first thing I ask people if I'm going to say is like, got a hairdryer, <laughs> otherwise I'm bringing mine. You've changed.
1: <laughs> what about you Amy? Um, well, it's the little thing that you put the garlic in, and then you um, twist it, and it does little thin slices of garlic. What? Yeah, it's really good. You, you peel the garlic, put it in, it's like quite new, Yeah. and then you twist it around. Are you representing around. them first? No, do no, not to, at all, Yeah, not okay, at all.
2: fine. <laughs> Amy got this from Camden Market for £1 on the <laughs> No, kidding.
1: I didn't. My sister had one, and I got jealous. And you literally no. twist it around, and it just does that slice. You know, I hate slicing garlic.
0: Yeah. It's hard to really do it thin. well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sounds Should like check a it out, good thing. Maybe. I will Google it. Black pudding, yes or no, Lily?
1: Mm, Yes. Amy? I'm I'm yes as well.
0: I knew you'd be a yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt that. Coke or Pepsi? Diet Coke. Coke. Feel fat. Clearing up now or clearing up tomorrow? Depends.
2: Home or the bakery? Bakery, definitely now. Yes. Home, maybe like, Harry can do it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very wise dynamic. I'm now. You're now? Yeah. Because you have too many children. (laughs) to do to be well it. I, it just won't get done yeah it yeah. just has to happen pudding or cheese pudding both yes <laughs> we've had quite a few both. how can you how could you choose either uh, do either of you wear an apron when you're cooking
2: yes constantly because
0: mm-hmm. no, some people don't you're professional yes it, yeah. I think it's like driving without a seatbelt on yeah. like well how do I start the car if I haven't what about the splashback? yes <laughs> <laughs> that's you two are both very
1: professional you see I'm not I don't so do you have you get- it, I'm just covered in, yeah, I don't have any. Covered in garlic. Covered in my really garlic slices. Well, it's also, I've interviewed
0: some people who are um, who re- have really expensive clothes. Yeah. So it's like, if no, you've got really nice clothes, <laughs> then you might care if they get yeah. an oil slip I feel like on I have them. nicer aprons than I have clothes. Yeah, that's, actually, you know what, I bought one the other day for 40 quid, and I thought that was quite eye-watering, and it was not oh. even very good. But it looks nice. Um, do either of you diet? I would diet so
2: infrequently and like less than I used to before I was a baker because the job is so physical. Yes, like it sort of balances out. Yeah, more or less.
0: Yeah, I diet if I have to. Yeah, what what constitutes having to though? Because you are not largely. Just,
2: just like maybe like too much cake. I, I I eat quite unhealthily. Yeah, I do too. I've got a diet of chips, wine, and cake. But looking... Primarily. Glowing. <laughs> glowing. <laughs> so, I you have to cut down sometimes. I
0: went to... I had to um, be on this like, vegan panel recently. Um, and no one could believe how old I was. Because they were all appalled that I eat, that I ate animals and animal fat. And they were like, but you look so young. I was like, maybe that's why. <laughs> so i the like pudding. Yeah, exactly. I just rub it all over. <laughs> Amy, do you diet?
1: Yes. Do I you? Con- I con- yeah, I constantly have do. I mean, I probably...
0: Have do
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm now pregnant, so there'll yeah. definitely be a big diet coming.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm a bit feast or famine probably. Are you? Much 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 to my loathing and I think I'd like to be in a place where I didn't.
0: Yes. Really. I feel like everyone should yeah. be in a place where yeah. you just I quite like to and yeah, be exactly. happy.
1: I'm, I'm channelling um, Mar from the Darling Buds of May. <gasps> I love her so, so I much. I love her so much and we're moving to the country. So I'm no. Yeah. So I'm like, this could be it. This yes. could be my moment to sort of yes. be a bit more like Mar.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, actually, uh, my son refers to my fatty booze, yeah. which is just like my general fatness. <laughs> but, you know, he's delighted by it. It's yeah. so something to cuddle. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you either of you got any good podcast recommendations?
2: Um, I've probably everyone's already heard it, but S Town was the last amazing one that I listened to, like religiously mm-hmm. from start to finish. Is that fiction? No, it's kind of it's. It was um, it was an episode of This American Life that turned into a mini series, and they just uncovered this like really fantastic. I won't f-
0: spoil it for yep. you, but it's amazing. Okay, thank you. S Town, mm. Amy, do you listen
1: to podcasts? Um, I listen to um. The, is it making opera? Was it called the hmm. op- like? I oh, know you're
0: throwing th- in curveballs.
1: <laughs> well, it was so good. You know, it, it was it was just so good because I think it was called the making of opera. I can't remember now, but it was like the, the story because she was quite breakthrough. Yeah, you know, at that time. Who? do You mean Oprah? Oprah.
0: Oh no! it's an opera
2: documentary. Oh no!
0: Yeah, I was like, oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah, that's so eros- eros- Oprah. Oprah.
2: This is the yeah, true story sorry. of the person who invented opera.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oprah? Oprah, yeah. The, yeah okay. Her. Yeah.
0: It was really good. Excellent. Yeah. I, I would be interested in listening to yeah. that. Thank you. Because actually most people, everyone's like the high low, the guilty feminist. Yeah. You know, there's like certain quite stock. Yeah. I guess also I've probably interviewed a lot of people who are about our age who are female. Um, yeah. So ten- guilty. Be- <laughs> yes. Really guilty people. Yes, exactly. Um, so, guys, thank you for coming in. We are eating cake from, I've got a knife here. Oh, sorry, I ripped <laughs> I ripped it with my teeth. <laughs> I'll just cut them up a bit. Mm. Um, I went to the Brick House on the way, my competitors, but yeah. they do do lovely breakfast buns. Oh. And I was kind of bored of my own baking. Yeah. I didn't really feel like presenting Lily with a freon, I would say. Slightly like, um, busman's holiday. <laughs> um, Okay, so I've got some general questions now that are kind of about London, Um, because obviously you guys currently both live in London, and I feel like you're kind of about what's hot, like that's part of the YBFs, isn't it? Food-wise, but not just London.
2: Mm. Yeah, we're we're very strict on that. We really want it to be nationwide, and we fight so hard to make sure that we're representing what's happening not just in London
0: but you know at the grassroots level throughout mm-hmm. England UK. yeah I, do I guess that. especially with producers yeah, yeah that's, exactly. th- that's most relevant because there's not going to be I mean there are cheese producers in London but they're thinner on the or ground what are, what
1: are they called those guys that entered do you remember the cheese guys uh, there was a few actually but there was a Mexican yeah. cheese um, th- yeah there was a Mexican cheese but there was those two guys that were in like Tottenham or something oh, yeah. mm-hmm. mm. I can't remember And they were making cheese not Blackwoods um, no no um
0: yeah. But still there are yes. a few good ones. Mm. There are a few good ones. Mm. Yeah. So brief history of the YBFs. Did it start in two thousand and thirteen? No no, hang on. Seven no, years no. ago. Seven We're in years. our seventh year. Wow. Who's good at maths? Wow. Not me. So
2: for <laughs> so two thousand eleven. Two thousand and eleven, yeah. Eight okay. minus one, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Eight minus seven.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? Don't give me <laughs> numbers. My brain just freeze up. <laughs> so, just so that's a long time. Yeah. And it started as a kind of labourer plot. It
1: still I, is. Yeah, it still yeah. is. I, it, start, it started, actually. It's not like,
0: I'm still not being paid.
1: Yes. <laughs> FYI. Mm. <laughs> no, it started because it's weird to think about it now, but at the time, everything was about celebrity chefs, like celebrity, celebrity, and... There wasn't anything that was like... There was all all this stuff happening. And everyone's was,
0: established. And then there's no... Yeah, you've got to was, wait for someone to die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: It just felt like, that's not what's cool. You know, that's not mm. what's interesting in, in our food culture right now. It's definitely much more grassroots. And there's, like, so much exciting stuff. So we thought, how can we... I think it started off with this sort of thinking, maybe we could... Because at the time Chloe was um, features editor, food editor on the Metro, so we thought maybe yeah. there's a really cool feature you could do, which kind of pulls out all these people, and mm. and then we kind of it kind of grew and grew and grew, and we're like, actually they need some recognition, we need to provide a platform, how else? And we we asked like all of our, we asked I think thirty people who were sort of what we considered to be our food heroes mm. at the time who we thought we were really credibly expecting maybe one or two would come back say yeah I'll be a judge and they all just went this is exactly what is needed and I think that fueled our like thinking this is a good idea yeah.
0: and, and how did you guys know each other what was the we
2: met because of the YBFs right we met through Chloe we met okay she's
0: through... the
1: she, she just she just interviewed you i think had not
0: she Yeah. All?
2: Yeah, she did that. Had your book just come out? um, No, it was way before that. I'd really just started the bakery and I was doing um, just unusual things with cakes and she did a feature in the Metro. Yeah, And Amy and Chloe are old friends,
0: so she and We went to school together, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Um, But we'd lost touch. It was
1: actually quite funny because we'd completely lost touch and then out of pure coincidence, I I saw her name as like food editor on the Metro. And I was obviously working in food
0: PR. And you didn't have your own company at that I point. didn't have my own company at that p- no. Or well, did you just This set is up Taste. This
1: is I we set up the YBFs I was t- taste was two years old. Right. But this is like before that when I kind of reconnected with Chloe. Yeah. And um I noticed it but I didn't want to contact her because I thought it's, it makes it look like I'm contacting her because of work. Yeah. And I, I just really want to see her. So I sort of didn't do anything. And then we sort of, our paths crossed nat- organically. And then we did the YBF. Nice.
0: So it, was nice. it was nice. And, um, random story. For- what do you think, <laughs> what's the best part of running the YBFs for you?
1: Oh, well, I mean, we do these sort of networking events now, which we've only started doing this year, and it's for all of the people that have been involved in the YBFs. Mm-hmm. And they all they all just come and say that it's, so many people say, it has made a huge difference to my career. I, I did this, I got a book deal, I, I started up my own business. You know, just mm. it's, it's just that, you know, and it makes you sort of realise... They're like alumni. Yeah, the alumni. And, and, and you know, they really value the YBFs and they really help us with it now and they contribute to it. And it, it makes you realise how important it is. I think there is a responsibility that we have. It sort of started off as something we were testing it, but now I think we see it and think, oh, this actually is making a difference. So I think definitely for me it's hearing where people go to after they have that platform.
0: Yeah, which is really like, um, I was thinking on the way here that it's quite maternal <laughs> it's quite like, you know, because you, you guys are kind of, you're sort of partly training people, aren't you? Because you're kind of priming them in what the actual industry is like and like working with brands. Yeah. And, and then you're kind of setting them free and then they're bringing them back and yeah. checking they're okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I wonder or how our previous winners would feel about. Yeah, they might be nice. <laughs> minor <and> Amy's children. <laughs> yeah, they might not like that so much.
0: I, it feels, I think, but
1: I, it is. It's it's, it's it's meant to be an it's meant to be a nurturing exactly. platform, yeah. I guess, and a springboard, and you know, it doesn't. Al- it's not always like that, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: presumably some have fallen by the wayside. Yeah, or, and, or,
2: it just, or just pass through, and it doesn't necessarily you know m- give them given them like a huge huge difference because maybe they were looking for something or, 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 else or, or anyway they, or like you said they're not they're not particularly interested in in kind of harnessing it and using it to their advantage um, but overall there's um there's like a there's just a, a feeling like it's a, a key part in people's like early career yeah. and it's really positive
1: yeah. i always like, like thomas parry who's obviously just yes. opened up for App now and he's always just like just it, it made a, it kind of launched him onto the scene. He feels that like it gave him that launch. Part. I wonder whether
0: it's slightly a, um, like it, it's a sort of um, it legitimizes in some way, it's yeah. like give a bit of confidence and a little platform, yeah. and then all those n- nice connections.
1: Yeah, well, Marina O'Loughlin always says that it's like her talent spotting. That's how, she uses the YBS to see who's coming through, and really she, see, she sees us as being like more of a talent spotting
0: agency. Wow, well, that's pretty good yeah it's a good situation to be in Happy with that. Uh, um yeah i mean you've had like did um the bow siblings did yeah. they win they won i think in our second, second year. year yeah and helen graves maxine thompson like i was looking through all of your winners yeah and pretty much everyone is now like a mover yeah that that's certainly that have won it. And even some people that haven't, because I saw that Will Bowlby didn't win. Yeah, yeah there's been but, a
2: few runners-up who were But well,
0: like... But sometimes, so but sometimes second is, so hard. is like, you
1: know... Yeah, I think I think that's right. I mean, anyone that makes it onto that shortlist, I think, is yeah. one to watch. And certainly for Will. I mean, the, the chefing category is so fierce. Well, who did um, he lose to? Um, he lost to... Um,
0: I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. No, it was...
1: It was last year. Our winner, Alex. Um,
0: I know oh, the restaurant, oh, but I yeah, do not know, didn't know I his know. name. Um, anyway, yeah, I can't. I, I
1: can't remember. Yeah, either. and but
0: obviously, you know, Will Bowlby has like published a book. It's, yeah, you know, opening places. Oh, it's and, a huge talent. Yeah, so it's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not everyone can win. Yeah, and also we feel it's all all very day.
2: inclusive of our shortlist shortlist too we feel like mm. that's the alumni and and when whenever we have events we kind of look at that whole pool of 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 people i feel like once you're on the shortlist and you're in you're that, yeah you're a winner it. but we're, we're just as interested in supporting those people and kind of keeping an eye on them and and, and also opening them up to all of the ybf well the funny thing
0: is i entered a competition 12 years ago to uh win a book deal and uh i was recounting this story recently and I was like, yeah, yeah, and then I won it. And maybe that says more about me. But I actually didn't win it. I totally forgot that I didn't win it. I came second. <laughs> but I just was like, because what followed was, was a, a book deal. deal and an agent and all those things. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, yeah, just like, that was fine. That's what it was. But I think it's just about, like, the connections you yeah. you make. You still got the prize. Yeah. <laughs> was
1: like, well, And, and also, anyway. I think they come, quite often they'll come back, to you know, if to apply again the following year do Quite they a lot of shortlisters do that
0: yeah okay that's interesting so it's uh it's like Britain's Got Talent yes exactly <laughs> it's exactly like that exactly. <laughs> um is everything um or everyone that enters are they all kind of artisanal or is there is there scope for people that aren't that are kind of mainstream in their interests what do you mean by mainstream? Well, I don't know, really. Maybe... I <laughs> don't really know what I'm asking here. Um, like... Like commercial or... Yeah, or...
2: Definitely. I mean, people who... Th- there are definitely people who um, are producing on a much bigger scale now and perhaps were at the time, like, organic. Um, with the argan oil. Uh-huh. And um, uh, Mark from Holy Fuck Sauce. What's this? Oh, Rib yes. Man. The Rib Man. He's now... I saw on Twitter um, producing his chili in a factory. Yeah, really exciting. Yeah, because it, yeah, it's it, it's upscaled to a point where he's also yeah. probably going to make lots of money. Yeah, which yeah is I mean, quite we definitely good. don't pe- turn people away if they have big ambitions for their business. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: we we want to celebrate that. Like if you can take yeah. something which starts off as a passion <laughs> in your cheese Clever. making in your bedroom, and you can turn it into a business that can't you do know. the grind
2: forever I mean, you yeah. can't be such a young person stay in those kind of hours <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i've just done kind of five commitment. days in a
0: row at work yeah. and my knees are killing me yeah yeah <laughs> like really if you are in a kitchen or in a you know processing site all yeah. the time it does kill you physically
2: yeah, yeah there has to be a it has to be a way of um, of growing up gracefully yeah um, with that kind of work we're all looking for it probably. yeah we are <laughs> to be away
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've got some new categories haven't you there's um I saw the giving back yeah that's the new one for this year yeah is Dying. that quite exciting I think it
2: feels really relevant and we yeah. dropped street food which also felt what? kind of significant. that's interesting yeah, because from the time when we started that was such a kind of um innovative and 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 like key part of of um new business and and new like Um, kind of food culture food talent in the uk yeah Mm -hmm. and now we feel like it's maybe a lot of those people who may have started out in street food can kind of skip that step now and go straight to bricks and mortar or um just that it became maybe a bit homogenized we weren't seeing the same kind of interesting things coming in year from year to year um it's really interesting like it yeah like a bit of a sign of the times and, Mm -hmm. and that this felt more relevant um, to it what we're it got about. quite
1: muddled, didn't it? Because you suddenly had really established restaurants going into street food, and, you know, it all felt... It can go like the other like way it around. Going, it was going the yeah. other yeah. way around, and it, it just, like,
0: cleats like of... Yeah. And, of course, <laughs> they're going to be good. Of course, someone yeah. who, like, mm. knows how to process salt beef in the perfect way, yeah. because they're really highly trained chefs, is going to do an amazing street food yeah. stall. No, yeah, exactly. And I think So, it, so is it yeah. saturated, then, do you think? Do you think the street food thing is...
1: Well, it's over it's it's. I think it's it's in the same way as we had um, when we started. We had experiential. And um, we had some amazing entries, and it was like really crazy. But it's quite a sort of, it's quite a sort of specialist yeah. thing. And then we sort of we almost have put it into a fallow period, you know. And and it's also about trends that are happening. And it might come back. And, and it might come back. But mm-hmm. it's, I think it's just being able to read what's going on. And, and well, I think
0: I mean I really have noticed quite a lot about, um, because we've got this new site in Peckham um, called Peckham Levels, which is, um, it's got like a whole street food bit. um, And they've also, they're the people behind Brixton, uh, Pop Brixton. And there's a thing in Croydon. And it's kind of like, it's tricky because on the one hand, it's really quite fun. Yeah. um, But it doesn't feel necessarily very... Avant-garde, progressive, yeah. or authentic, or authentic. It almost feels like um, like a Westfield, actually. Like yeah. you're in the food court of something. Yeah. Um, and then they've got their sort of communal bit, and and you know these things can be, as you say, you know it can be a platform for young businesses. Yeah. But I think the rents are actually still really high. Yeah. So I'm not sure that they always are, and I don't know what what's happening. Because did you work with Curb ever?
1: Um, we didn't really ever work with them. We we've always had quite a good partnership with yeah. them. So Pe- Petra was our judge f- for a long time. Yes. She, had, okay. she went to the States, didn't she? Last year. Oh, did she? Yeah,
2: she's, she's in New Orleans now, living in yeah. the high life. Oh, so wow! Absolutely loving it. Apparently. <laughs> wow. I just say this is absolutely delicious. I know. It yeah, is it's I mean, isn't it? What is it? all
0: barn. hail brick house because um, the breakfast barn is a beautiful <laughs> thing. So good. Um, but the curb still exists without her, doesn't it? Yeah um but yeah, I wonder up and what the kind of future for that is really yeah it's kind of um
1: yeah yeah it felt it just it felt like it was time to drop it but then you know we got Danny McCubbin on to be our judge for giving back and yes he, you know he's worked with Jamie Oliver for the last 15 years and has been like, heavily involved in the school dinner campaign and amazing such a lovely lovely guy actually and He's got some great experience. So I think we're excited to see where that category will go. I think we had, we've had, we got the, the category, which is honorary, which mm. is a bit of a catch-all. And quite often, that's a good um, barometer of what we need to do next because all of the people that don't have a category to go to will enter honorary. And, and then that's your next see, category. Yeah. Yes. So quite often, we were seeing, you know, we had Real Bread campaign win it, didn't we, which was mm. an amazing initiative. Nice. Um, and there's all those kind of things. So we thought we, this needs its own space now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think um, something that I've definitely noticed um, as I've been planning for a few bits of writing recently um, is the generation below me, millennials. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Um uh, say below me. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Should I say below <laughs> me? <laughs> um, under younger me. than you. Yeah, younger than me, chronologically behind me, um, <laughs> No, I'm not ahead in any way, um, but they're much more um, conscious yeah. of the world. They're cool. much more aware than I feel like they are. My woke. peers are. They are. I'm, I'm just trying not to use that word, um, like the whole, you know the whole vegan thing, and you know the fact that everyone's been talking about packaging for years, but this year, everyone's just woken up to it. Yeah. It's like why you know. Why now? Why now? We we knew about single-use yeah. plastic ten years ago, twenty yeah. years ago, but it's yeah. a tipping point. point. It's in it's as like guys, definitely yeah. at the moment, um, which is good. I think it's great, isn't it? I'm so impressed. These guys are going to
1: save the world, thank God.
0: Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I think yeah. they are. Like, I'm so impressed by all my staff who are all yeah. in their twenties because they're just much better. Yeah. They're like better versions.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe it's because they can't afford to buy a house. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I was thinking about food as an obsession um, because I feel like everyone's really obsessed with food, um, which is in many ways a brilliant thing. Um, but I wondered whether our kind of like desire to eat the sort of coolest donut or, you know, get the best table in and, you know, get a table in a restaurant that no one else can get. Like, whether that's good or bad.
1: It's a bit tiring,
0: isn't it? Sometimes?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's kind of, it's so bound with social media that it's become confusing. It's like the value of a meal has become something besides the enjoyment of the food and the experience and the company. It's like, it's because you've it's recorded a notch it. On your, yeah, you, 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 you also gain that kind of social one upmanship, which you can put on Instagram, which does whatever, you know people want it to do for that you know whatever mm-hmm. that means to you um and so it's kind of become you know especially particularly that kind of like trend-led covetable donut best re- you know seat at the at the, at the at the table it's um it's kind of like that patrick bateman like 90s thing you know you'd you'd kind of you, you yeah you'd want one you'd one-up people by being able to get the table that you wanted and now it's like just putting it on social media has made it kind of have a, have a completely separate value from, from
0: the actual and experience. I'm sure, you know, I mean, your uh, Instagram is very successful. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I I'm have, sure. I've heard. <laughs> um, very and, successful. you know, <laughs> what we were saying bef- before we started rolling about like being part of the problem, which I think
1: is... Wow. <laughs> is, she, is she actually is wow. part of the problem. Oh, well, I
0: think we all are though, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean... Yes, probably, but um, I think there's a personal responsibility as well yeah. in that I, I had this really sort of eye-opening moment where someone in my team at work said, that, um, just sort of off, the, off the comment, they said, I always get Eggs Benedict when I go out for brunch. I don't even like Eggs Benedict, but it definitely takes the best photo for Instagram <laughs>
0: Wow! Yeah, it,
1: it was just so like I, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, being living like that. Live, you know, it's yeah. so that is such a sort of dis- far away from how I could. I mean, I'm not I'm rubbish on social media, but you know, it's just you have some very it, nice, attractive bit- <laughs> children. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, it's just a different different thing, isn't it? And I think yeah. it gets interesting when restaurants uh, and menus are devised with that as the. F- first and foremost thing, you know. Yeah. And I know that's not why you make your cakes as beautiful as you make them. You know, that's not your objective. So I think there's that kind of... But I think, um, I mean,
0: there's things that, um, like I think really successful Instagram accounts like yours are very consistent. mm -hmm. Like the way that you always have the same backdrop for your kind of like showstoppers, you know. Like that's... That helps people to understand stuff and then I guess people come to the bakery and do that um and you know people do it at mine and I think I don't know how much um enjoyment one's always getting out of it Mm. sometimes Mm. not because the cake is not delicious but because you're so busy photographing it that by the time you eat it it's melted or you know whatever it is I'm
2: glad to say that I don't really feel like we're that kind of place like I've definitely been to places where and spoken to kind of proprietors of places which have become like
0: Huge Instagram sensations, you know, and they have like an iconic. You have to have dish. iconic stuff, don't you? You have to have set things on a menu that are always the same that photograph well.
2: Yeah, well, you know the thing that people are queuing for that month, that yeah. year, um, for their Instagram, and, and 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 have to have described to me like the kind of experience of being the proprietor of that kind of place is like joyless because everyone is just taking a picture, they're not talking to their friends. kind of elbowing. And they get the thing, they're holding it against the wall and like, you know, I've never felt that in the bakery. I feel like it's kind of this like, you know, really, it might be a destination place for some people, but it's Mm. like a snack stop for the market and it's kind of so ingrained in that experience and and I think people do come for the food but you know of course yeah oh, i They'll think the,
1: i think the worm is going to turn yeah. what does that I mean st- <laughs> it means well i just i'm starting to see these like <laughs> proper, proper <waiting> new phrases <laughs> proper press event you know like events that would normally be it would be heavily encouraged for everyone to be take, taking pictures and tagging stuff it's now leave your phones at the door and it mm. and it's just bringing oh, well, back that. that feeling of exclusivity and Credibility and it's kind of like it's almost being discouraged now, and yeah. and, and I think that's great. You know, Raph's I um, phones at the door of the bakery. Yeah, put <laughs> them in that way. Yeah, Raf went
0: to a gig recently and um, he had to leave his phone. Yeah, that's so great. no one was filming the gig, yeah. which also means that because someone might also not take the best photo. Yeah, so you by allowing everyone to take photos in a way. You aren't being very controlled about your product anyway. Yeah. Are you perhaps?
1: What was the gig for? I can't
0: remember it? who was it. It was so- oh, it was um, Jack White. Um, and I think he also. He didn't want. Uh, to have videos of his first show, and for that yeah. to be how people reviewed yes. his comeback, yeah, yeah. I think that was the idea behind it. Mm. Was like
2: that's interesting. Which
0: is, I mean, it's quite clever. I think, I it's, think it's quite like, sensible. I think yeah. it's like, I guess, it's also about
2: just making sure the experience is enjoyable for, and like immersive for people. Because if you're if you're the one person that wants to watch the show and you know, mm it's very distracting if other, everyone's got their yeah. ipads up and they're kind of watching it through a <laughs> screen like you just it's you
0: when know, they've it's, got the iPads. it's hilarious iPads? I put the ipad away <laughs> it's a bit cumbersome <laughs> how does
1: that get in your pocket you can't put it away <laughs> and they're like that and you can't even see
0: <laughs> so this panel that i was on the other day one of the um questions this woman said she was like i've got four children i've cooked three meals a day for like 25 years I just don't know what all the fuss is about. And I was like, actually, respect to you. You've got a point. The kids aren't Instagramming their yeah. chips. well, yeah, but even, like, family food is the thing. But actually, it's quite refreshing to sometimes just put food where it needs to be, which is, like, something mm. that you enjoy and then go and do something yeah. else. Yeah, I felt like it was quite a... It's a good thing to remember when we're all... Because so, I just feel, like, all I do is read books about food. Yeah. Cook food, mm. shop for food. It's just like yeah. <laughs> Someone was like, "What were you doing last night?" I was like, "I was at a food lecture, Billy." Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> what else do you think I was doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, in terms of trends, um, <laughs> I was in Asda this morning, um, which uh, is my favourite supermarket on Rye Lane, um, and they have got drip cakes. Mm. So what do you do, like how do you feel when um, something that you have kind of executed so tastefully Thank you. gets uh, kind of co-opted by like a major? Um,
2: I guess you just move on. I never felt like I was that much of a drip cake person. Like if I do it, I always do it with salt caramel. I think there was a whole kind of trend which I def- like deliberately yeah. bypassed, which was like colourful kind of whatever the it The unicorn was, like cake. Chocolates. Yes. Um rip cakes and I didn't feel that bound to it. So anything that's tasty can go on my cake if it looks good. Yes. Um, But definitely there are things which I had... You know, had that kind of eureka moment where you crack something like this is good, and and you're the first person to do it, and then you see that become ubiquitous, and then it's always time to move on. I just can't stand this. Yeah, and that's really, I imagine
0: that's (laughs) quite hard sometimes. Like I remember going to Australia, and like there were cupcakes everywhere in Australia, but they weren't in Britain. And then I got really into them, and like did all these like really kind of like natural fruit icings and lovely. And then it's like they just became day glow monster. horrible monsters You're like, oh. and it would just be laughable to do it now for me. I feel like
2: cup cupcakes are almost like so past it that they're due a comeback Yes, like, <laughs> <laughs> they got so bad taste after that massive yeah. trend we didn't do it for 6 years not that anyone would know but we, we literally didn't never. make a cupcake for 6 years yeah. and now I'm like yeah it's old school bring back the cupcake it's like tongue in cheek or maybe you just
0: call it something else yeah, that's cake. A, a way of doing it, isn't it? Because
2: I kind of think if you can make a good cake, you can make a good cupcake. It's just like what that came to represent. Exactly. You know, it's like a smaller size cake. Yeah. yeah. But, um, or more icing than the cake. It's exhausting to think
0: about the
2: trend stuff. I just know, like, there's a point where you just don't want to do anything anymore. Yeah. And that's when you just you that's just do, when you do something on.
0: new. Yeah. And maybe if you're kind of chasing a trend then that's the wrong way around anyway because you should just be doing like doing what feels good yeah find your own thing but then your side of things amy i think you have to be thinking ahead of trends (coughs) don't you
1: yeah i think that's what we would say that we try and do for for clients or something you know sort of what what is everyone going to be talking about this year how Mm. can we how can cupcakes.
0: we kind of like think cupcakes to yeah, be great by the way yeah. just
1: a secret um, but yeah how how can we kind of you know, you know get involved in it and you know do do some do something cool around it
0: yeah it's more like around it isn't it because yeah. the product ex- product exists yeah that you might be representing yeah and then it's how you kind of put it into a situation to give it a sort yeah. narrative
1: and who and who we work with creatively to do it. Like I'm just thinking of this example of um, Tom from the Duck and Waffle did this oh, yes. really cool, um, we, we worked with Balsam Biscuits, you know, the um, Choco Leibniz Biscuits. Oh my God, are, love know, them. They're delicious. But And he did a kind of whole Smalls series with them, you know. And yeah. it, it, you know, it was beautiful, you know, beautiful um, to eat and look at and everything like that. And that was quite, a, you know, it was just quite a good sort of like, Tapping into the trend and yeah, um, you know,
0: in a, in a way in, in a way works. that bars
1: and biscuits could because they wouldn't you know they're not exactly a trend leading.
0: Well, it's quite classic. You know. It's not going to change, is it? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so. it's about working. Mm. Okay, um, I saw that you were in China. Lily, I think it looked saw. so cool. didn't It, it looked so amazing. <laughs> the outfits were. Do you know what I really thought was that your face looked so good there? They made me look Chinese. They <laughs> made you look. Chinese. I'm not kidding. There was a makeup team.
2: There was like an army around it, me. It was. And it was nobody spoke stretch. English. And they're like lovely. Like there's two like amazing ladies behind the projects. They like took took me out of the kitchen, put me in this salon team of makeup, hair, they're like champagne, snacks, see you later, and like no one's spoke English. And I was like, I'm looking more and more Chinese.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I loved it. It suited it you. So much it it really so cool. suited you. So what was that project? Um, it was basically an afternoon tea concept in Nanjing. And um, like I said, headed up by two really cool girls. The, the space that they c- kind of put together and the brand that they've built is so clever and cool and there's so much attention to you, so like amazing project. Um, and, and how did they find you? Like, how
0: did the collaboration? So one start? of the girls
2: used to work in fashion in London, and I had made her wedding cake, and she kind of seen oh. all that like early like fashion editorial stuff that I was doing. Yeah. And um, she, I mean, the way that she described it to me is like they they kind of developed the concept with my sort of aesthetic in mind, and they had a team of pastry chefs, and they were trying to kind of wow. copy it. It's very it, flattering. Which is fine. Um, or were we you a bit like oh, No, 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 absolutely. Okay. I mean, that's in Nanjing. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then after a while, she's like, now nah, we'll just get Lily. Yeah. And so I met her here. She's really cool. And um, I just really enjoyed the whole project. It was quite crazy because I had a team of eight pastry chefs and none of them spoke English. So I was training through um, a translator. Wow. But the translator was really shy, like chronically oh. shy. So he's like, <laughs> I'd tell him something, I'd be like, and he be like, mm hmm. And I'm like, tell the guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I have. <laughs> like, no, you have Come on, get out of your shell. No one's going to learn anything. Oh, but he was terrified of shots. me, and and obviously, and he didn't know them either.
0: So it was it went both ways, <laughs> and we had a real lost in translation situation. And it was the, fine. Quite interesting to teach people who have like a totally different uh, background in cooking. I imagine.
2: Yeah. Although I guess there's like some really kind of consistency, consistent kind of, you know um techniques with yeah if with you're like a pastry chef pastry and yeah. you know the, the, and the, which they're really into there um but they, but w- one thing that was really surprised by is like people are really strong um co- co- really quite sophisticated um palette and were very like um just very particular about how everything should be and gave a lot of feedback and it was so it ended up being quite kind of uh, like collaborative, which was really nice because yeah. I had no idea what people eat in Nanjing yeah. or how seriously they take their pastries, and there's very there's various kind of specific tastes. So it was like a crash course in learning what what's popular there, so and to like know, adapt where, everything. Something that just wouldn't work over there. Or um, yeah, yeah, basically, and and so like adapting the things that I developed here and the aesthetic, and then just like doing a crash course. Was literally, like just they're bringing me like boxes and boxes of pastries to the to the kitchen to try and eat, and I was like okay, okay, get it, get it, get it. Than, right, than, than adapting everything. Interesting, really and it
0: felt more like um, some of your early things, like quite surreal. And
2: yeah, it's it. really those are the kind of briefs that are really nice to bring it back to, especially when I'm making more and more kind of as the kind of the, the kind of cakes to order business grows, you end up doing the same thing. Yeah, it's so nice to have that freedom and creativity again. Well, I
0: guess there's two parts to what you do in a way, isn't there? Because there's like the stuff that is basically art, and then there's the stuff that is, like, on a shelf to sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have know. to try and kind of find the balance, which is so hard. Yeah, yeah. and I and I imagine that those kinds of um, individual, uh, like, consultancy jobs mean that, you know, you can really play around with things. It's yeah, nice. and
2: I'm lucky to have, like, some clients in London who will always, you know, they know that we're the, the bakeries are to go to with a creative brief, and you get to have yeah a lot of fun with that stuff.
0: So do you, if someone puts in an order, do you always make it bespoke
2: well that's what we've been trying s- to do but it's really tricky but also to that's scale expensive up. it's so expensive and it's um it's very it's very tricky like path to tread because you're kind of putting maybe like a lot of control in the hands of the customer to kind of does. to and i kind of miss the old days where I, you know, people would just want a cake and i just make something cool. And then and yeah. that way we're always, like, progressing and always doing something different because I never did the same thing twice.
0: Well, the customer isn't always right. In the case of, but like...
2: then they'll be like, I said very specifically, like, you know, I wanted these... Yeah, whatever it might be and, and I, I need to get my head around that whereas my stuff will be very good and, and kind of just do it exactly as it's ordered when I'm in the kitchen I'm like but I came up with the thing that you want me to copy so I can just do something original but it yeah. doesn't work like that anymore they're <laughs> <laughs> like this is
0: wrong no, I want that. well I, I think want I'm we a, my father yeah. was um, yeah. a cabinet maker and he used to get really cross with clients if they asked him things that he just felt were like aesthetically wrong because yeah. he's like a totally binary esthete so he just <laughs> like well you just can't have that it's just yeah. it's just wrong it's like but they're paying a thousand pounds for a chair daddy <laughs> but, you know, they can you, have what they want but
1: they, they I just think that you should you know but you're kind of buying the cake it's buying your creativity so yes they, they have to sort of you know go make me something amazing I love you know whatever it is and just take, and what take what that, that is. and make it into something amazing but I guess it doesn't work like that. It doesn't it work like that. It should do that, though. Turns it shouldn't
0: it? Out. Well, I guess that's kind of like the till the rolling as well. You know, it's like uh, balancing,
1: yeah.
0: wanting to keep people happy and maintaining your kind of integrity. It's yeah. It's really bloody
2: and hard. Like The idea with really keeping it always bespoke was that it would always be creative and fun for the customer and for us. Mm-hmm. But actually, you end up just doing something that's less creative because it's kind of people have seen something that you want and maybe they want to combine a few styles but you kind of end up within with, within this bracket of things people have already seen yeah rather than you using your creativity to make something new so it doesn't really work or you ever like no top no top. no
0: you can't put those things together like just just no. sometimes yeah. like when people order off menu in the cafe and just like really <laughs> like <laughs> well, what oh I mean just like the most obvious one that everyone will do is that they'll ask for avocado on toast with scrambled eggs? And you just say no. I say no now. (laughs) I do. You have scrambled avocado. Well, because I just feel like... Well, exactly. Why don't you just put them all together? (laughs) Um, I just feel like... People sometimes aren't thinking it through. And
2: <laughs> have you thought this through? Yeah.
0: Well I that's exactly the kind of thing that I say. Yeah. Wow. In a nice way. When I'm just like, come on, you don't really want that. Think about the text. Can you say it's, it in a nice way to me? Yeah. <laughs> come on, you haven't really thought this through. <laughs> <Stop that tonight. laughs> yeah. Um but you know, you just think you're gonna get this and it's you're you think it's like it. a good idea and it's not gonna yeah. be very good and it's not gonna, well, gonna you're look the very nice. As well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'm the expert at smashing avocados, perhaps in my 20 meter radius. Do you um, do the
2: eggs on the side or just no? Uh,
0: no, no, (laughs) tough guns, no,
1: no. Because it's horrible.
0: Well, also in terms of social media, like quite often, or like people will want to, um, which obviously they can't do with you because your cake is, it's like a complete thing. They're not going to be like, can can you just take that little bit of meringue off? or whatever, mm. it's like, yeah. that's gonna look really ugly and horrible, and then you're gonna photograph it, or I'm just gonna bring you a plate of food and it's gonna be underwhelming and too expensive for the thing that you've received. So you're not gonna be happy, mm. which is like, it's a very hard thing, but everyone wants to go off menu. So, Yeah. Um <laughs> I wanna talk about hey. London now. <laughs> um, so, um, a few weeks ago I interviewed a very lovely Casting agent um, and she was telling me about how she like had her wall of models um, and that she had like her new faces section and her classic section. So have you guys got a couple of it doesn't have to be to do with the YBFs, but maybe to do with living in London, because I feel like this podcast is quite London centric. Yeah, Um, like establishments that are classic to you and that are new faces.
2: Definitely got the classics. Go on. Quality chocolate. Send
0: on. Mm. tell me why
2: because you always have a good time there and it's like it's it always feels like a it always feels like a celebration like if, even if you just go for lunch mm. and 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 also you always feel like you can drink wine there at lunchtime yeah you can anytime, drink, anytime. <laughs> yeah i love it it's the fog it's
1: yeah, like yeah. an well, acceptable it, it atmosphere genius really I, I just been you know going back to channeling Mar. Yes, yes. Um, I decided I really needed to get on top of my bread making skills um, and I but I used the St John cookbook mm-hmm. to you know to create the mother for the sourdough yeah mm-hmm. um, and st- and I was just reading that I know it's a, I know it's an old book but the way it's written and I don't and, have and, it oh it's so beautiful it's so Lovely, you know, and Great. there's some recipes in there which are just like, you know, amazing. Like this boiled chicken and leek um, mm. thing, which is just it sounds sort of so weird, but it's just so delicious. Mm. Um, and and you know, it's just they're they're absolute geniuses. He's he's a genius. I well, think. I
0: think also that aesthetic that just hair yeah. dumping thing that everyone does now. Like yeah. of a certain variety of establishments, but yeah. like there's mm. sort of no tablecloth, so yeah. no flowers, well, their, no music. Their Instagram
1: and their newsletter. The newsletter they do is incredibly well written, and yeah. it's oh, st- nice. it it's really strikes a lovely tone. And the the Instagram is amazing. It's you know they are kind of definitely
0: yeah just a set of the great. Examples. Okay, so that's a classic. Thank you. Have you got a classic, Amy? <laughs> Got like a are you West London?
1: West London. because I, I work in um near Clerkenwell, so I kind of like Quality Chop House is a favourite. Mm. So the Eagle, um Yes, you know, Marito.
0: Yeah, lovely, the, all up there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They're all favourite. And, and because your sister used to live up there. Yes, she did. Well, now yeah. she lives near you. Yes, she does. <laughs> um and new places. New faces. I love smoking goat. Ah, okay.
1: I've only been there. so lots. good. Really, really chilled. Um, you always want to have a shower after you get out there. Like, you just have it all over you. Yeah. <laughs> you get so stuck in, it's all over your face. It's very,
0: like, <laughs> fried and sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
1: love it. I know. I, I absolutely
2: love it. Um, Marksman I is just around the corner from the bakery. Oh, I mean, lovely. Like, delicious food. Really, it's just like a pub. I mean, it really is one of those places that redeveloped really a pub without messing it up. And, mm-hmm. um, all the locals that I know drank there before were drinking there from, even during the soft launch, you know, and there's like all these kind of like restaurant people having dinner and there's like teams of like people coming in after rugby practice like falling over their tables and they managed to just keep that kind of neighborhood pub thing and the food's great. I think that's a
0: very hard thing for a pub to do. Yeah, so many people get it wrong. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know, I've remembered my all time favorite classic, which is the River Cafe.
0: Yes. (laughs) I I love it there. You're another person. Oh my god, that. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, and it's all
1: all the special occasions. You know, that's you know, it is my sort of special. Would you go there
0: for like a birthday? A birthday, or yeah. you
1: know, like when we had our you know scan at the hospital, we've gone oh. we've we've gone there both times yeah. as our little treat afterwards. Yeah, and it is a treat. But yeah. yeah, it's just a special place. Lovely room, I think there. Nice. Um. So where are you moving to? Um. It's a village on the
0: cliffs near Dover. Oh, what St <laughs> Margaret. <Saint> Margaret's. St. <laughs> Mar- Margaret's. St. Margaret's, it's called. St. To... Margaret's at Cliff? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, there's an amazing pub there. I know. I, what's it called? It's the, amazing. Um, I did a f- some filming there. I, read I went to it the other day. What was it called? They, they um, pick seaweed and they make yeah. their own butter and they have like um, paste- uh, unpasteurised cheeses. Yeah. So you have to order them like an hour in advance to get them to room temperature. What's it called? It's great.
1: I I, I went to, and it does. It is it right on the beach? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I went you there. can walk.
0: I've been there a few times because Raph's parents um, yeah. live. You can do like a walk, basically. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah, okay. that's that's what makes me excited. You know, I think, I think when you, I don't know, I've been a bit sort of not snobby, but you know, I've been thinking that London, and, and, and you know, all the foods in London, and I'm really it's, like, that. it's really good because I keep going out and going exploring, and I'm like is amazing. This is great. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of. It's but that's.
0: I mean, it's the Garden of England. Yes, it is. It's the rich with yeah. with produce and yeah, amazingness.
1: Yeah, and seaweed. I love seaweed. I love. Seaweed. I love the sea as well. that's Brilliant.
0: Yeah. When are you moving? Um, at the end of July. Wow. Mm. So for a new term for everyone. Exactly. And, and We've got
1: a ramshackle falling down house which will hopefully be livable in by then. <laughs> um,
0: Lily, I wanted to just um, talk to you briefly. Uh, I went to a lecture the other night um, uh, of Salmon Nothrat. Nothrat? Am I saying that right? Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Oh, yes, book. we've got that book. Beautiful book. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, and Jeremy Lee was on the discussion with her, and they were brilliant, and it was really engaging. But they were both saying that they have significantly reduced the amount of sugar that they put in their food, which I was really surprised at. Mm. Um, because I believe in sugar, but not on a scientific level. I just really like it. Yeah. Over to you.
2: Well, sugar is definitely bad for you. But I I, feel like, in, and in the bakery, we're, we're conscious of that. and we, And we do actually have like... A lot of um, reduced, refined sugar, and and vegan, and gluten free, and you know, healthier options. Yeah, actually, do you
0: do? But, but is it healthier?
2: I'm really careful. So it is healthier. I know you can easily make vegan cakes, you know, and you can and you can remove yeah. the animal products and put in loads of stuff which is bad for you. But we always just use olive oil and ground nuts and things which are, yeah. you know, they're not kind of weird, creepy substitutes. They're
0: not. Yeah, they're they're appropriate. Yeah, they're,
2: yeah, you know that. Um, just make sure that if you're taking away something bad, you don't replace it with something bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I feel like we're in the business of good times. Uh, we are a celebration, yes. you know, destination, and people. Ca- you know, the, the majority of what I do is um, celebration cakes, So it's always a birthday or um, a wedding or you know a special event. And traditionally, throughout history, people have celebrated those with kind of enriched foods and things which you wouldn't normally have. Yeah, and it's you don't like have it every day. You're decadent. not suggesting.
0: Having that every day,
2: yeah. yeah. So in terms of like sugar reduction, I guess we're just we're not really an everyday kind of place. Mm. I mean, we only open on Sundays, and then we'll do sort of lovely pastries and things, which you probably only have once a week or once every mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Mm. Um, and then it's like birthday cakes. So while we're conscious of having a health sh- healthy option, I feel like it's not like having a cafe or a, an everyday bakery.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a different because I mean, yeah, most of the cakes that we do in the cafe are quite like. Fruity and they're quite sort of wholesome in a way, and like a lot of brown flour and different things like that. Which is what I would eat if I, you know, yeah. if I'm going to a cafe during the week. Yeah, yeah.
2: But so really, the only person that's suffering is me because I eat that
0: all the time. <laughs> every but day. I salute you <laughs> every day because I do. I eat cake every day. I'm like a terrible person. Salami and cake. I so <laughs> stop all the good things <laughs> I mean I couldn't stop I really don't think I could my mum had to stop um, eating saturated fats um, and I just I still can't really get my head around it yeah. I'm still like why isn't there any butter How in is your she? fridge but she's no different that's so sad it's like it's ridiculous yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. poor thing poor her not eating lots of butter Yeah. though I did actually make two cakes yesterday with olive oil and um, they were both beautiful
2: keep better really moist really delicious yeah there's definitely no compromise but i I totally agree with what you're saying about and i and i do get a bit cross with um not cross with people actually i feel sort of bad for them but people make these quite difficult decisions to be to omit something so big from their diet very extreme yeah huge life choices and expensive and difficult and require a lot of discipline to be for instance vegan and, and you read the back of the packet of some of the stuff and it's... Oh uh, or, or even, you know, the vegan chefs was like, if you're putting kind of vegan margarine in, like, that's palm oil. So it's bad for the environment and it, it's bad for you and it, I feel... I, feel I, I definitely don't feel angry about it. I feel bad for people. Yeah. Well, we, I feel we like... Never use that.
0: I mean, I know that dairy farming comes at a price. Um, and butter is processed in that it goes through a process. But it's made of milk. Like, you know, that's got to be better than things that are hydrogenated. And yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying. That, I'm not saying that dairy is better. No, I'm just saying that if you make such a difficult and expensive choice, it feels unfair that 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 label can come with products include. You know, the vegan label can include products which actually don't do anything better for the environment or for you. No. It's well, I guess like people
0: just g- choose different ethics, don't they? It's like, well, it's maybe it's got palm oil in it, but I'll take that hit. I choose. Cows because yeah exactly which yeah i guess everyone's got their own their own bit so the bakery's only open on a sunday but you were doing a thing in spitalfields weren't you yeah we shut that down we did it we
2: did it like a kind of i guess it would be like a pop up but yeah. we, we, uh, <laughs> so you don't want <laughs> yeah, to use my word. yeah just like a cupcake <laughs> basically we did it for a while and that stopped <laughs> yeah um it, for any yeah was we, it was good it was okay i mean i think that our business at the moment um is just I really like I, w- I like doing the bespoke cakes, I like doing the creative projects, and I like doing the Sunday. And there's so much kind of creativity around that. And mm-hmm. um, doing something every day just doesn't quite fit the model.
0: Yes, it's really draining. Doing to go every for day. it,
2: wholehearted. Or yeah,
0: and it's like on a sort of management level, it's there's more drudgery. Yes. in the kind of like too much extra stuff. Making someone get there on time, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. I Thanks think this so is a oh natural yes. place to stop. Oh, thank you. Maybe She's we'll um, us, yeah. go and grab a cup of tea. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank
2: you so-
0: Thanks so much for listening to episode seven of Food Disclosure with me, Rosie Lovell, talking to Lily Jones and Amy Thorne. Both Lily and Amy were so eloquent and concise in their answers, and I really enjoyed how Lily identified the social one upmanship which is associated with social media. Please, please, please rate and review this podcast. If you get a chance, give me five stars. Just, Just five stars is fine. Next week, we have Diana Henry, I can hardly believe it.